so uh, let's go to that Amnesty International uh, call to stop the censorship uh, during this Russia-Ukraine conflict. Uh, The human rights group uh, is accusing Russia of censoring the media as the war with Ukraine continues. It says Russia has also been persecuting those who are speaking out against uh, the conflict. Mary Stratha is Amnesty International's Eastern Europe and uh, Central Asia director. Mary, good morning. Uh, South African time. What is happening in terms of censorship in uh, in this Russia-Ukraine conflict? Yes, good morning. We've seen the Russian government uh, issue decrees just in the past few days that effectively censor uh, media that do not use Russian state uh, media as official sources for, for reporting on this horrible uh, invasion. And in fact, um, if you... Uh, are not using uh, Russian uh, state uh, media as official sources of information. You can even be accused of high high treason, which would lead to uh, lengthy uh, criminal prosecutions. We've also seen uh, just on Sunday itself, which was two days ago, up to 900 arrests uh, in the city of Moscow in the capital uh, when uh, peaceful uh, citizens came out to, to protest against the invasion, but also to mark the assassination in plain daylight in 2015 of an opposition uh, politician named uh, Boris Nemtsov. Mm. Is this affecting mostly local, uh, th- th- meaning Russian uh, journalists, uh, as opposed to international journalists? Um, it's, it's affecting mostly Russian journalists, but of course, this is uh, sadly, it's just an escalation of the incredible pressure and uh, repression we've seen against r- Russian journalists uh, over the past uh, 10 years, even 15. And that's one of the reasons why you saw the Nobel Peace Prize awarded to, uh, co-jointly uh, awarded to Dmitry Muratov, who's the head of Nobel Gazeta, one of the few remaining uh, independent uh, news sites in Russia. And he was awarded that Peace Prize for his bravery in reporting on uh, war crimes and the persecution of, of uh, uh, citizens in, in Chechnya. Yeah. So and- it's, a, it's been a bleak picture overall. And then there's the uh, the persecution of those who speak out against the conflict. What's the latest on that? As I was saying, uh, up to 900 arrests uh, in Moscow itself on uh, Sunday, and uh, anybody who goes out to the street and even holds a, a one person holding up a picket is uh, liable to arrest, and indeed is uh, get, get, getting arrested. Uh, you can see when people go into the streets with, with a poster that the police are surround them immediately as soon as they put mm. up uh, the poster. And, and, and when they do get arrested, do we even know uh, what the official charge is called? Well, uh, Russia has a, a very restrictive law around uh, peaceful uh, protest. Mm. So even, as I was saying, one uh, person picture uh, can be uh, get dealt 10 to 15 a day prison sentences for sort of disturbing the public order, if you like. Mm. Uh, but, you know, what have you asked, uh, if at all, uh, the Russian government for as Amnesty International? Uh, you know, what, what are you saying? Well, the first thing that we're saying around the invasion of Ukraine is that Russia must stop its indiscriminate uh, attacks against uh, civilians and the use of munitions that are prohibited uh, under uh, international humanitarian law. And sadly, we're seeing uh, that use uh, more and more frequently uh, in Ukraine. And we've been documenting this ever since the beginning of the invasion last uh, 24th 
of February, so just two days ago, we put out a statement um, uh, documenting the attack on a school in eastern Ukraine where children and adults were sheltering. One child was killed, one was wounded, and two adults were killed. This is just preposterous. Mm. Uh, schools are supposed to be especially protected during a conflict for, for reasons I don't need to explain. Yeah. And I, ex- I expect we'll see much more of that. Yeah. And are you finding that uh, local media is almost being forced in a way by the Kremlin uh, to support uh, its current ideals in terms of this war? Well, most of the media in uh, Russia proper has been under the control of the Kremlin for the past uh, 10 to 15 years. So the major uh, television uh, stations are under direct call of, uh, control of the Kremlin. So the majority of the, say, the older population relies on uh, state television as its first uh, source. The younger generation, of course, uh, goes to the Internet and the more independent uh, channels. But sadly, uh, the majority of the Russian population will be fed uh, this propaganda. And where, where are we with internet access on the ground? Uh, is that still allowed? Yes, absolutely. No, no, no. Internet access throughout Russia is, is, is available. And uh, in, inter- uh, in Ukraine itself, mostly, although obviously with the, uh, the heavy shelling, sometimes it is uh, intermittent. Yeah, we'll leave it here, and I'm sure we'll talk some more in the days to come. Thank you, Mari. Mari Strathas is Amnesty International's Eastern Europe and Central Asia Director. It's 11.42.